Hello, and welcome to the $500 Comedy Class. I'm your director, Stephanie Benson. What you're about to hear started out as a sketch comedy class taught at the UCB Theater in New York. It was a class that was supposed to end with a live show at the theater, but went online when COVID-19 hit. But the work was so strong that we decided as a group to record the podcast you're about to hear. This was recorded over Zoom in the homes of our extraordinary voice talent. That includes UCB house teammates, television regulars, and Broadway performers spread out all over the country. From horse farms in Arizona to childhood bedrooms in New Jersey, our class worked tirelessly to write, edit, and sound design the sketches that you are about to hear. This truly was an operation being held together by popsicle sticks and duct tape. So without further ado, I give you the $500 comedy class. Welcome to the very first live recording of your favorite true crime podcast, We Love Death. I'm Alex. And I'm Jill. And we are so excited to have signed with the Pod for Life team. We get paid now. Indeed we do. But in order to get paid, we have to read some advertisements in the podcast. Don't worry, you won't even notice them. Well, let's get right into the story. Today we're going to talk about the case of Joanne Peterson. Authorities discovered her body more than three weeks after her disappearance in a dumpster behind the Garden State Plaza, Westfield Mall. When they found her body, blood had stained her vibrantly colored clothing from the Gap. Gap's new spring collection features the hottest colors and trends. You can get 20% off your entire order when you use the code JOANNEISDEAD at checkout. Stop, stop, wait. That ad felt very abrupt. Oh my gosh, that was an ad? I totally forgot I wrote that in there. It just felt so natural. That just seems like a distasteful place to put an ad. Like, why are we advertising the clothes that a murdered victim was wearing? Maybe they want to own it, too? Who hears about a dead person and then wants to wear their clothes? Okay, I think you're overreacting. Let's let's keep going. We're live. Right. <clears throat> when the police did an autopsy on her body, they discovered something very interesting. In her stomach was a not-yet-digested McDonald's Happy Meal. One of the last known sightings of Joanne was at a McDonald's with her mother. Police have theorized that the gruesome attacks took place at or near the McDonald's where they had dinner. If you're like Joanne's mom and have trouble finding the time to cook a real dinner, you should try HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal delivery service that brings professionally crafted meals right to your front door. You can try a no-risk, free trial by entering the code Joanne's Mom Sucks at checkout. What was that? The code is her mom sucks? Oh my, was that another ad? Ah, I forgot, I thought I was just reporting facts. There is way too many ads in this. We're only like a minute in and that's the second ad. Um, That's what we have to do if we want to make money. It just seems aggressive to blame a death on a mom's lack of cooking. That sells products. People realize that maybe if they cooked a meal, their kid might still be alive. What are you talking about? We're here to talk true crime, not demonize the mother. Okay, agree to disagree, but we're still live and people want to hear about death. Fine. Joanne's body was discovered by a local teen who was just getting off work at the mall's chain restaurant. Since the chain restaurant is open late for food and fun, the teen contacted authorities around 1 a.m. Here is what they heard. 911, what is your emergency? Uh... I just got off work at the local Chili's and I found this body. Oh my gosh, there's so much of a mess. This is going to be so hard to clean up. You know, if I were them, I would use ZipRecruiter to find maintenance workers willing to go the extra mile. Help is on the way. 
And ZipRecruiter gives you the best candidates for your needs and removes the candidates who don't have the proper qualifications. Bad with blood? Remove. Stop, stop. How did the 911 call have an ad? I've listened to this before. That's an official government record. I didn't have anything to do with it. Let's keep going. I want to see if they use ZipRecruiter. Well, now we've lost all of our listeners who tuned in live. Maybe we should have promoted this more. Maybe next time, we should make a website with Squarespace. They have easily customizable templates that allow us to get the word out. What the hell? Are you sponsored or something? <laughs> now that we've kidnapped Commissioner Gordon, the Batman will have to come play with us. Right, boys? Boys? Boss, we need to talk. We're unionizing, and we demand that you recognize us. A henchman union? Really? But we all want to kill the Batman. No, you want to kill the Batman. We want a living wage and better benefits. We demand henchman representation in the scheming room. And time and a half pay to make up for how long it takes to put on all this clown makeup. Look, this is a small operation. But when I kill the Batman, we'll split it five ways. What is one-fifth of killing the Batman? I have to pay rent. Rent? You don't live here? You think we live in this abandoned warehouse? No. I always complain about my commute. Did you think I meant walking from over there to right here? Well, I thought it was a joke. How is that a joke? Look, we demand workman's comp. Last month, the Batman broke my arm, and I paid my own ER bills. How's this for workman's comp? <laughs> okay. You all usually laugh. Why is no one laughing? Thinking about how we don't have a life insurance policy. I'm the Joker. I shoot people. I'm crazy. We're all crazy. First off, it's mentally ill. Second, this is exactly why we need an actual HR department. How about instead of shooting people all the time, you hold a performance review? Well... This union thing is crazy! No other supervillains would put up with this! Mr. Freeze's henchmen unionized, and now their evil layer is just a regular temperature. Poison Ivy lets henchmen with allergies work from home. Well, I think unions are overrated. We're a family here. Okay, he literally just shot Gary. Sounds like a fun new management style. Okay, who's this guy? I've never even seen him before today. Oh, he's a fucking consultant. No, I'm Henchman 4. Henchman 4 making sense? Henchman 4? Do you think we're all named Henchman? No. Yes. He's holding a McKinsey bag. Fine, I hired McKinsey, but they're evil, just like us. Did you know about union dues? A hundred dollars a month. That's a lot of stabbing knives. And if you get arrested and get put in Arkham, you'd have to break out with the union. That's what collective bargaining is. This is so patronizing. Joker, 
It's over. Get him, boys! No, recognize the Union. We're in solidarity on this. The Union? Really? That's what I said! Is the Union even good for today's modern henchmen? God, what are you, Jeff Bezos? Or Bruce Wayne? They're both captains of industry. Joker may have kidnapped Gordon, but you're trying to destroy the free market. I have to stop you. Nice layer, by the way. You would not believe the tax write-offs I got on it! High five! Ooh! Okay, class. So we're continuing our look into this week's novel. Hey, Mr. Tanks. I got my paper ready to turn in <gasps> Wait. What the hell is this? This fourth period. It's AP English. Fourth period? Uh, you have other classes? How long has this been going on? Well, it's uh, second semester. I can't believe it. I thought you were faithful to us in first period, but you've been running around with fourth? What? Do you have a fifth? Uh, yeah. And a third. (gasps) I trusted you! (coughs) What do they have that I don't? Are they smarter? Better? This is AP English, Advanced Placement, and you were just turning in a rewrite on a paper you plagiarized. Oh, do you test them the way you test us? This is for college credit. Your class is not, so no. Uh, Mr. Tanks? Yes, Dylan? Should we be taking notes? Did you know about this? That, that he has other classes? Well, yeah, he had my brother. (gasps) And you're okay with that? Yes, he's just a teacher. I liked your brother better. Mr. Tanks, did our meetings after school mean nothing to you? You had questions and I was helping you. You believed in me. That's literally my job. Mr. Tanks. Taylor. Doesn't she have other teachers too? Don't you dare turn this around on me. I introduced him to my parents. I have to meet all your parents, especially when a student copies a Wikipedia article and says they wrote it. At least get rid of the blue links if you're going to try that. I am such a fool. Jonathan? It's Mr. Tanks. Jonathan Tanks. I gave you the best semester of my life. It's over. Goodbye, Mr. Tanks. I won't see you again. If you cut class again, you have to retake the course. Oh, Mr. Tanks? Dylan. Is this going to be on the test? Yes. Gather round, children. Tonight, your old puppy is going to tell you about the time your Gam Gam and I survived the coronavirus in New York City. 
What's a c-c-carambavirus? It's coronavirus, Tommy. And it was the worst viral infection ever to attack humanity. Also, you get it by picking your nose, so stop. Now, kids, this story is very scary, because as well-off, privileged folks with savings accounts and jobs, we could work from home. The sacrifices we had to make are almost impossible to imagine. For three months, we had to shelter in place. What's shelter in place mean? It means we stayed indoors with nothing but Netflix, video games, social media, weed, Zoom, masturbation, Marie Kondo, and the Tiger King to keep us occupied. And did I mention the Wendy Williams show went off the air? It was Vietnam times a thousand. They're not ready for this, Eugene. They need to hear it. Grandpappy, I heard a lot of people lost their jobs and got really sick. Yes, but lucky for them, they didn't have to battle the boredom. Do you have any idea what it's like to watch three full seasons of Dog the Bounty Hunter? The theme song haunts me to this day. What's Dog the Bounty Hunter? You don't want to know, Tommy. You don't want to know. I am the dog. The big, bad dog. But what about the healthcare workers who risk their lives every single day? At least they had some excitement. To keep things interesting, your nana and I were forced to order dildos on Amazon. We were Prime members, but express shipping wasn't even an option. Three weeks later, still no dildos! <coughs> the pain was more horrific than the haircuts your grandma gave me. Stop it, Jeannie. It's too soon. Not now, Sally. I can see the bowl cut like it was yesterday. But I can't see the dildos. So what did you and Grandma do? We considered protesting, but we didn't want to put on pants. Instead, your Grandma got heavily addicted to cat puzzles, and I was busy producing Romeo and Juliet the Musical, starring my toothbrush and a can of beans. Unfortunately, the can of beans couldn't hit a high C to save its life, so we had to close early. Couldn't you get more beans at the grocery store? We tried, but getting a delivery time on Instacart was harder than looking at your grandma's exposed roots. And to make matters worse, they were completely sold out of pizza Pringles. (laughs) But, But that's the only good kind. I know, Tommy. Your grandma said we should order sour cream, but I freaking hate sour cream. It's not that bad. It's the tuna casserole of potato chips. That must have been real tough on the grocery store employees and delivery people. Yes, but they knew what they signed up for. Unlike that quarantine Passover we did with the (gasps) in-laws. Not the Passover story. The children. We owe them the truth, Sally. Your grandma's parents insisted we do a family Zoom for Seder. Watching Doris try to operate technology was worse than the ten plagues we suffered in Egypt. We spent 45 minutes explaining gallery view to her, but it was like teaching a beaver to play basketball. Three hours later, we were still on the call, and her father was doing a hole-by-hole breakdown of his last round of golf. Oh my gosh, Grandpa. That's... That's horrible. I know, Peter. 
The night terrors never stop. But the good news is, after three months of not doing the laundry, the virus finally subsided. And thanks to our courageous efforts, future generations will never suffer the way we did. You're my hero, Grandpa. Back the fuck off, you little shit. <coughs> Hello, I'm Van Cindy Vancouver. And I'm Cindy Van Manchester. Meditation apps say they can give you soothing sounds, but do they really make you feel relaxed? A rainstorm clogs the gutters with leaves. A serene forest filled with disgusting termites. That's why we invented Meditation Sounds for Rich Suburban White People. Now, you don't have to imagine anything outside of your own comfortable experience. Our app, Meditation Sounds for Rich Suburban White People, will comfort you with sounds like the thuds of daddy rocking out on the steering wheel while the BMW idles in traffic, or the crinkling paper of the Whole Foods bag in mummy's hand as she starts towards the car. Lots of people have tried meditation sounds for rich suburban white people, like Gloria. I used to have trouble relaxing. Normal apps have options like ocean sounds. But how do I know that ocean is on a private beach? Now, I never have to question whether my experience is universal. After Van and I married and consolidated our family's intergenerational wealth, we realized that running our lavish homes and white-collar jobs made it hard to relax. But now there's a way to unwind with noises like... The idle chatter of your gardeners as they leaf-blow the patio. The manager disciplining a cashier who took a tone with mummy. Do not talk to customers that way. Don't even look at her that way. Oh, I'm so sorry. Red wine trilling into a fussy glass decanter. A stifled teenage daughter blasting Fiona Apple through her bedroom door and screaming. (laughs) Two Amex cards slapping against each other. The words legacy admission spoken over and over again. The drum of mummy's acrylics on the marble countertops as she fires subordinates over the phone. In fact, we have a whole subsection devoted to acrylics, including... Square cut. Pointed. And rounded. If you can't tell the difference, then you've never had a weekly $200 manicure appointment. Maybe try Headspace. Not convinced? Don't take our word for it. Just ask Joseph. They personalized my relaxation experience by recording my own voice talking about stock options and turning it into a track I can play. Now I can unwind to my own correct financial opinions. Ease your mind with sounds like... Soft footfalls of the au pair as she takes Remy to French lessons. 
Allons-y. A stranger's voice through the phone as Daddy furtively hangs up. You said you were going to leave her. When is this going to happen, Gerald? The whimper of a golden retriever striking the electric fence. <laughs> the swish of an Eileen Fisher blouse against the collarbone. Mummy answering a question about money with, We're comfortable. A roaring blender filled with kale. The muted thudding of your son Brad masturbating in the bathroom. Meditation sounds for rich suburban white people. Because relaxation isn't a right, it's a privilege. This fall. Today, you will all be sorted into categories, your rightful place in the world, each distinct and each necessary for our society to survive. From the people who brought you Divergent. Smithson, you will be a laborer. Johnson, leader. Anderson, scholar. Davidson, warrior. Philipson, laborer. Comes the story of a society that's on its knees. Thompson, come on up. Let's see what you shall be. Take him away! Where am I? Why did you rescue me? What did the system say? Which of the four categories am I in? But one teen is about to stop kneeling. None of them. That's why I took you. You're not a laborer, a scholar, a warrior. You, Thompson, will be a Christopher Walken impersonator. And start walking. Now go, Thompson, and find the other one like you. He can show you the way. Hello? Why won't you say anything? What is wrong with you? I'll tell you. I've got a fever! They designed a society based on logic without disorder. And so, they managed to put all the world into boxes. All except for Christopher Walken. Is Christopher Walken good at acting? And if so, why has he played the same exact character in every movie he's what? ever been in? What accent is that? Seriously, he says he's from Queens, but that's not what people from Queens sound also, like. Also, why doesn't he age? And I don't mean in like a young Paul Rudd way. I mean, why has he looked exactly 63 years old for the last 35 years? But if he wants to walk the walk, he'll have to learn how to talk the talk. The watch was in his ass. The watch was in his ass. No, no. Forget everything you know about punctuation. In his ass. In his ass. How to groove to the moves. Dance. No, not like that. Jerkier. Less rhythm. Like you're a marionette operated by a psychopath. How to dress to impress. Here, put on a leather jacket. 
a full suit under it, an ascot, and then make every hair on your head stick up. I want you to look like you're a vampire going through a divorce. In his ass. In his ass. Stop trying to talk like a person. You need to talk like Christopher Walken. In his ass. In his ass. You're ready. Now go tell the world. Two little mice fell into a bucket of cream. One gave up and quickly drowned. But the other mouse, he struggled so hard that he churned that cream into freedom. October 18th, run and see The Walker. The Walker said if we're going to do this, we'll need you too. You talking to me? Yeah, I can see you. Here I am. Huh? No, no. Am you, I on you mute? You have to join the audio. Join you the... have to join the audio. You're on mute. Am yes. I on mute? No, you're not on mute. Where I are you? I can, I can no, see you're... you now. Am Hello? I on mute? You're not on mute. How could I be telling you that I could hear you if you were on mute? Can you you're all not hear on me? Mute. Hello. Can you okay. hear me? I think this is Here everybody. Go all set up. Glad to have you all here, meow. Some introductions. Charles the cockatoo. Momo the rabbit, and Bailey the dog. As you all know, I'm Bernie the cat. Ah! Hello! Sure as hair is good to finally be able to have a moment without the humans. Things really have been rough. That's putting it pawfully lightly. All of us here have had our lives drastically changed in the past few weeks, which is why I've started this meow support group for us pets whose people are now home all the purring time. Why are the humans at home all the hopping time? They love us, woof, and they want to spend time with us, woof. Well, it's a catastrophe. My person won't stop hugging me, playing with my toe beans. Mine has been telling me lots of secrets. Meow? Like what? Can't tell you. He's not the father. It's a secret. Oh, that reminds me. My human told me that I'm adopted. <gasps> what the hutch? You are? Yeah, yeah, but, but then they gave me peanut butter. Woof, and that made everything better. Though, though she was clumsy and got it on my nose. I think she's making fun of you. It was woof it. My person keeps talking to meow. And then when I respond, it's like he didn't even understand what I said. What do you want? He asks. For you to go somewhere else, I reply. Okay, we'll play. Are you kidding me? Was I not clear enough? My human was telling me how hoppin' bored she was being inside a hoppin' hutch all day. Jeez. Wonder what the hair of that's like. Apparently, woof, I'm a TikToker star. Oh, no. I'm not on TikTok. But I've got an Instagram. So embarrassing. You have an Instagram, too? What's your name? Momo the Bun Bun. That is embarrassing. Followed you. 
Bernie the Thick Kitty? Pardon me for gaining weight. If you give Meow a snack, I am going to eat it. Ah! Mood! Oh, we go on lots of walks. Isn't that a good thing? Too many walks and all the same path. But I don't think she wants to go by herself, Wolf, or she'll get lost, silly human. Mine has to be with me at all times. He won't even let me poo in peace. Burn, buddy, where are you? Oh, crap. He's looking for me. Billy, come here, girl. We're gonna do another TikTok. I gotta run. Well, let's do this again, meow. I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. <coughs> Smell you later. Hey, Bernie. You want to go take a picture for your Instagram? Meow. First, they laundered money through a hotel. You have three weeks to clean $20 million or your whole family's dead. Then they purchased a casino. Time to fold him, Marty. We know you're working with the cartel. But in season four of Ozark, the Bird family ups the ante when they go all in on a Jimmy Buffett cruise. Kids, we have to go now and pack plenty of cargo shorts. Where loyalty is harder to come by than a person under 55 years old. I'll never forgive you for making us live here, Mom. One more word and you'll be waitressing at the Senior Frogs. Now chillax and drink your Cheetos dusted margarita. And the only thing higher than the stakes is everyone on the ship. Have you killed them yet? <laughs> Working on it, dude. <coughs> is that pencil theme mustache I hear in the background? Uh, I gotta go. Hijo de la chingada! Danger lurks at every corner. Oh, crap, it's Navarro on the helipad. Marty, let's party! Is he wearing a coconut bra? And hope is nothing but the name of the boat. Shit, it's Agent Foley! Don't worry, Marty, I just retired. Now come Zamboni this Cuervo off of Mama's tum-tum. Peter Travers of Rolling Stone says... It's like Breaking Bad meets Hook meets a never-ending dad joke. My wife told me to stop acting like a flamingo, so I had to put my foot down. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dad. And Ariel Bernstein of TV Guide says, finally, some primary colors. All right, fairheads, I think we all know what dab it is. Get it? Pour me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. It's five o'clock somewhere. Woo! We love you, Jimmy Buffett. See, kids, Wendy, good song. He's not so bad, Jimmy Buffett. I guess we're white trash now. <laughs> Ozark season four. When life gives you limes, make margaritas.
And that concludes my plan to reform the criminal justice system if I'm elected president. We love you, Senator. 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 Senator, over here. Senator Smith, Sarah Hutchins, NBC News. Your campaign has relied solely on small dollar donations. Why not accept PAC money? The American people deserve a president who can't be bought. Yes, in the back. Anna Myers, BBC World. I discovered your personal blog on Zanga from when you were 12. Uh, you did? Yes. It begins, Halo, you laugh because I'm different. I laugh because you're all the same. XDDD. Care to comment? Thank you. I withdraw my candidacy for president. Senator, please. Senator, please. A question, uh, question from BBC Senator, 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 just one. Just Senator, one quick question. Senator, over here. Senator, you can't just withdraw. Maya, do you remember what a horny little psychopath you were when you were 12? Senator, see your supporters out there? All those little girls who look up to you? The first potential female president. That's who this is for. Who cares about a blog? You're right. Okay, I can do this. I take back what I said. I do not withdraw. So what if I posted some silly things online as a teen? Senator Ben Porter, CBS News. Anna Myers has shared the Zango with us, and I wanted to clarify. What is the meaning of Huggles You? Senator, can you explain why your screen name was I underscore Bloom underscore four underscore Orlando underscore nine one XO? Senator, Senator, if I could. Senator, please. Senator, little girls seeing you get sworn in. Your name at Seneca Falls. A shining white pantsuit. Okay. Senator, Senator, if I could. Senator, I'm not here to talk about my teenage blog. I'm here to talk about prisons. Now, the first step in... Senator, what exactly was the significance of reposting all the lyrics to Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional in your blog? Because my stupid mom threw out my Spencer's gift card, okay? Mm. Mm-hmm. Senator, your face on money. At least a coin, maybe even a bill. Uh, I regret reposting those lyrics. I intend to prey on this with my family and examine my actions. Now, community policing... Senator, in your album, Fall Out Boy Concert, every photo is captioned R-R-R, spelled R-A-W-R. Senator, how should voters interpret this drawing from your blog, which appears to be fan art of you kissing the manga character Inuyasha? Senator, do you really own Magic the Gathering cards? Senator, I have a question. A lot of major credit bureaus have had cyber breaches lately. Yes, a real question! Yet your blog says your account was hacked when you were the head of a Neopets role-playing guild? Senator, please, uh, question, Senator. Senator. I don't care, Maya. I can't do it. Don't tell me. Tell her. Oh, God, a little girl. Miss Senator? Where are you going? I'm leaving, sweetheart. I'm quitting my campaign. It's grown-up stuff. But, Miss Senator, I believe in you. (sighs) Senator, over here. Senator, Senator. I'll live with all of you. I'm not perfect. 
When I was a teenager, I was embarrassing. I was a moderator for a Harry Potter fan site. I trolled AOL Avril Lavigne chat rooms. I wrote Redwall fan fiction. <gasps> I know, and I'm not proud of it. I may have been a cringeworthy teen, but I don't regret it because it made me who I am today. I'm Elizabeth Smith. I'm running for president. Senator, Senator, your blog says you had your first wet dream about Aslan, the lion from the Chronicles of Narnia. I resigned from my campaign and from living goodbye. Hey there, I'm Smokey the Bear. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. So what should you do, Camper Bill? Never play with matches. What else? Make sure your campfire is completely cold. What else? Uh, I don't know. But only you can prevent forest fires, Bill. Ah, yeah, we're in this together. No. Only you, Bill Clarkson, can prevent forest fires. You, like everyone together. No, you. Singular, you. It's not only all can prevent forest fires. Only you can prevent forest fires. You, Bill. It's an ad. An ad targeted at you, which clearly hasn't worked. I mean, my God, you let Australia burn. I'm just an accountant. I don't even live near Australia. Harry Truman didn't leave near Hiroshima. Grow up, Bill. Jeez! Okay, look, it just says you here. Why didn't you use my name? It's so clear. Only you. Does your wife say, I love Bill? No, it's I love you. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, I'll just tell the people whose homes were destroyed in L.A. that you're sorry. What about firefighters? Don't turn this around. Fuck you. I'm sorry. Fuck Bill, is that clearer for you? Sorry, is that clearer for Bill? Honey, ready for our hike? Oh, is something wrong? Yes, Mary, everything's fine. I'm sorry to disturb, but I told your husband that only he can prevent forest fires. And he hasn't done a damn thing. Bill, only you can prevent forest fires? It's so clear now. Oh my god, you let Australia burn! How is that clear? It could be a plural you. It's a singular you, Bill. If it was plural, it would be everyone or yous guys. How dare you pretend to live a normal life, Bill? And how dare you make me complicit? How are you complicit? Because I'm married to the man who lets forest fires happen. <sighs> wait, wait, you're pulling out a cigarette. That's a fire hazard. What I do doesn't matter. My only job is to tell you. And how does that make sense? I'm just a messenger. That's it. Do you think Shaq makes Icy Hot? No, he only tells you about that. That's his job. Okay, and why is that your job? We did research and thought you'd respond best to a ripped shirtless bear in a hat. Daddy, Mommy said to say goodbye to you forever. What? Uh, Benny, don't worry. Everything's fine. No, honey. Your father lets forests burn. Oh my god. Dad let all the koalas in Australia burn? No! Yes, exactly. Do you need a place to stay? 
Yes, thank you. We'll be in the car. What? Wait! Please don't go! There must be something I can do! You can. You could prevent forest fires. And since it seems like you get the message now, I'm gonna take my first break at 35 years and fuck your wife. Sorry. Fuck Bill's wife. Bill? Where have you been? Uncle Sam? Haven't you seen the signs? I want you. Singular you. Fans went crazy for Pilot Pete on the latest season of The Bachelor. I want him to fly a plane right into my heart. And we at ABC have figured out why. So, we've decided to give the fans more of what they want. I love a man in uniform. So get ready for more Bachelor transportation workers. Introducing the next Bachelor. Subway Conductor Steve. Attention passengers, we're being held by the dispatcher. There's some construction ahead. Construction on my love life. Uh, I think you're misinterpreting why we liked Pete. Pilots are so different than- 20 new women, all competing for his final unlimited Metro card. Why does this Metro card say insufficient funds? Please use caution when exiting the train. I thought we had something. This season has it all. I got this place just for us for a one-on-one date. Wow. You managed to find a subway car that's empty? That's so sweet. It must have been hard. Oh god, it smells like pee in here. Meeting the parents. Mom, Dad, this is one of my girlfriends, Sarah. What? I cannot hear a word you are saying. Battling for his affection. Hi, can I steal him for a sec? Of course, we've got plenty of time. Next train isn't for another 15 minutes. Moving things to the next level. You wanna go to a fantasy station? I never gone down there with someone. Beautiful island getaways. I hear it's nice this time of year at Roosevelt Island. Drama. It seems like you don't even care about me. You're always running late. Unreciprocated feelings. Oops, that bump the train hit really pushed us together. Crowded cause, no excuse for unwanted physical contact. Confessions of love. I know it's fast, but I really think I'm falling for you. This relationship will now be running express. Dates to see the most incredible entertainment. Do not worry, you are safe. No one will get hurt. Oh, I love live theater. More drama. I saw you jump that turnstile to get more free time with him. You should talk, you snuck in through the back door. Tune in to find out if Steve can make his connection. Please step all the way into my warm embrace. Please accept my final door close. Mondays at 8 on ABC. Bring back Pilot Pete! And then it turns out that Pikachu was his dad the whole time. And that, my friend, is the plot of Detective Pikachu. I hope I answer your questions. I didn't ask you anything. See, let me ask you something, all right? I was re-watching Good Will Hunting the other day, and I hadn't seen it in years. And so I was thinking, you know, isn't it weird that they had a dolphin play the troubled young math genius? What? 
You know, Goodwill Hunting, Robin Williams, he won an Oscar for it. No, right, I'm familiar. Right, so what I'm saying is, I guess maybe it's one of those things that, you know, I never really thought about as a kid, but, I mean, it's pretty grounded drama. Why have a dolphin, you know, star in, you know, why not just have, like, a person do it? Okay, I'm sorry. Um, you think that a dolphin starred in Goodwill Hunting? I don't know what the fuck you mean by think, but yeah. Not only did the dolphin star, I looked it up, the dolphin is credited as a screenwriter. Yeah, with Ben Affleck. Exactamundo, and I thought it was like an inside joke or something, but apparently they actually gave the dolphin an Oscar for screenwriting, like a real Oscar. I mean, that's kind of crazy, right? Okay, um, help me understand. So, in Goodwill Hunting, when the dolphin gets the girl's number and he slams it against the wall, what do you hear? Do you hear, how do you like them apples, or just, like, dolphin noises? I don't know, man. I can never understand Boston accents. You know what? Um, let me just get your take on a few movies. Um, Saving Private Ryan. I mean, it's great. Tom Hanks spends the whole movie trying to save a soldier, finally get to him, boom, fucking dolphin. You know, I had satire. That's clever. The Martian. Dolphin in space, what's not to like? Ocean's Eleven. I loved it. Every heist needs a particular set of people, right? The smooth talker, the mastermind, the muscle, the dolphin. It's classic. We bought a zoo. Now, there's a mindfuck, right? Because when the dolphin bought the zoo, I was sure he was going to let the other animals out. But then he just, like, improved the cages and made the business run more smoothly. I mean, talk about a class trader. The Bourne series. Yeah, the Bourne series is weird, right? I mean, the first movie, funny, Dolphin Secret Agent. Second and third movie, still funny, but getting a little old. Then the fourth movie, they replaced a dolphin with Jeremy Renner, and I'm like, wait a minute, now you're taking an animal comedy franchise and just trying to make it into a gritty action drama? I mean, talk about a hard pivot. Okay, what about the fifth one? Great question. I actually was going to see the fifth one, but on the way I got distracted because I drove by the ocean and I saw famous Hollywood actor Matt Damon naked just jumping in and out of the water. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Wait. So you've heard of Matt Damon? What? Yes, I've heard. I mean, he's one of the most famous actors in the world. Okay, wait. So what What movies do you think Matt Damon has been in? <sighs> Flipper, Ace Ventura Pet Detective, The Flipper Remake, Flipper's New Adventure... Free Willy? I mean, they save Matt Damon, right? What the fuck are you talking about? They save an orca whale in that movie, not Matt Damon. Fucking weird question, dude. Speaking of Matt Damon, though, I will say I am worried about that guy. I read somewhere that the Japanese fishermen have been trying to hunt him for his blubber. Alright, man. You know what? I'm tired of talking about this. Are you ready to rob this bank or what? Yeah, sure. Why not? Hands on the ground! This is a robbery! This has been the $500 Comedy Class, written by Caroline Alwick, Jonathan Appel, Adam Chase, Joseph Lerner, Jeremy Pinsley, Noah Friend, and Paige Carlson. Our voice cast includes Mikey Reed, Lee Aaron Rosen, Michael Del Isle, Allie Gordon, Eliza Kingsbury, Brian Morabito, Arya Kashya, Tom McGovern, Daniel Torado, Jason Salmon, Lara Fox, Kevin Necci, Evan Ford Barden, Kellyanne Burns, Mike Smith Rivera, Jeremy Moulton, 
Kylie Turner, and Elena Campbell-Martinez. Sketches were edited by Caroline Ulwick, Adam Chase, Joseph Lerner, Jeremy Pinsley, Noah Friend, Paige Carlson, and myself, Stephanie Benson. Intro and outro music by Lawrence Kim. Check him out on Bandcamp. And special thanks goes out to Kevin Hines for his full-throated support of this endeavor. Eric Tunoy for his tireless work at the training center. Michael Hartney for having all of our backs, especially mine, for so long. And to Keisha Zoller for her extraordinary work to improve our community as diversity coordinator at UCB. And thanks for listening. Show your support by sharing the show with anyone you can and visit stephaniebenson.com forward slash $500 comedy class for more info about our writers and performers. Thank you.